Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Free Men and a Little Virus. This is Series 2, Week 21, and I'm calling it Naughty. My name's Mark Cridland, I'm the one that tries to hold this all together, and I'm joined by our regular, irregular comedians, Mr. AMJ, that's Adam Morrison-Jones, and Mr. Paul Tingey, along with the uh, selection of weird and wonderful characters. This week, we chat about what we've been up to, uh, a book that was brought back very late, and to a library very, very far away. Yes, it's a little bit of an update from last week's show. Uh, talking to last week's show, AMJ actually brought back the top 20 bears, and he has the results for us tonight. And then Paul leaves us. Yes, he runs off, naughty boy. Uh, then we talk about AMJ going to the Marlow, and the Korean guy who came up with an odd invention. Plus, we have our very special quiz. Yes, the quiz with a celebrity comedian guest. This week, it's the uh, rather controversial comedian, and he runs Comedy Nights. Yes, it's Bob Walshy Walsh. He's going to be joining us for a little bit of fun and see if he wins this week's quiz. You never know with Geraldine, she might have the hots for him. Anyway, it's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy another week of Free Men and a Little Virus. We're here. We're here. We're here. And uh, I'm not. I'm actually yeah. back. I'm back in the office, as as you guys can see. I'm back in the office at last, rather than being out and about and uh, using a mobile setup. I'm uh, I'm back back to normality, as it were. So, uh, but yeah, how how are you guys? Yeah, Cridland, you look like you're about to give me twenty tips to uh, make me a successful millionaire. Yeah. yeah, and your camera isn't very flattering like that, AMJ. No, I was leaned uh, well I, back. I thought I, Jabba the Hutt was on the screen for a moment. <laughs> Whoa, 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 no need for that. He loses a bit of weight and he thinks he can be a bit of fat yeah. chat. I'm not happy yeah, that. His name's Stanley and he's part of this family. <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I'm so enraged that I'm probably going to leave in about 15 minutes' time. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's given us five more minutes. Yeah, yes. it's not Jabba the Heart, it is indeed Chewy. Chewy. Chewy, 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 Chewy. Not that one. It's indeed Bucky O'Hare. Ooh. Captain Bucky O'Hare. You got them all there. my brother to make a spin-off called Captain Bucky O'Spunk. Um, last, good. the last few weeks or so, we've had uh, we've had to have emergency Down. comedians come in because the the guest that you'd originally booked, Paul, um, something's happened to them. Are we actually yeah. going to have a guest that's going to stay? for the whole thing and actually be at the quiz this week. Yeah, we, we have. Um, the guy who let us down last week, uh, Jay, um, he is the first to be blacklisted by our podcast. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, that, you sounded well serious then. Uh, blacklisted by the po- podcast. Yeah. Um, um, well, it's not the first time he's he's let me down as a person. Uh, and he's let the podcast <laughs> And, you know, if, if we weren't, you know, a good podcast, I'd take a pinch of salt. But, however, getting into the top 20 UK comedy podcast of 2021, it's made me realise, actually, we're not so tin pot as I make out. So I can't have people letting us down. Uh, the, other, the other guy, um, he's not blacklisted. Um, it was a case of uh, miscommunication. So there we go. Mm. So I'll let, I'll, I'll let Dickie Richards off. There's a bit of miscommunication. Um, he's booked in for a couple of weeks' time. Of course, last week we had what? our um, the, the most available comedian we know. Yep. As he even he even put it in a Facebook post. <laughs> yeah. That I did find he, quite funny. Probably the funniest I thing I've seen him do. 
Oh, he is uh, the substitute teacher of the comedy world, Trevor Fields. I thought you said he was the substance abuser of the comedy world. <laughs> I thought, no, that's that's the guest later on. Oh, yeah. no, well, that's also, also Trev. <laughs> I've seen him with a prit stick. Yeah. Who, that, that sounds so wrong. That's what Geraldine calls it. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh. glitter everywhere. Oh, stick that gets me sticky. Oh, uh, right, Geraldine. If you've got a shoot off soon, then we better get some of these. I've got a couple of news stories that actually lead on from last week. And I know um, AMJ's got something that leads on from last week as well. So we get those bits done uh, quickly and then you can run off while maybe me and AMJ finish off a little bit. You're going to finish yeah. off? I'm staying for that. <laughs> it take a while. Well, last week there was the mention of the library books that were bought back extremely late. Yeah, one of probably. the one that I had was uh, was quite a, over a hundred years, and the one that uh, you mentioned, Paul, was um, extremely late. Yeah, um, a prime minister of the country as well who didn't return the book. How about that? Can, can I just point out as well, like you saying about what I do in libraries last week as well, that like I put my penis through. The doors of certain libraries. I found Faversham Library and walked past it. And in my head went, oh, that's where I put my penis through. <laughs> and carried on walking and thinking, why is that even my thought process? Is what this podcast does to me. Yes. Just so you know, I've never stopped my dick in a library. Might we just also Librarian. add, we never said that you stuck your dick through the letterbox. We just said you pissed through the letterbox. That's you adding in your own conjuncture now. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just piss through a letterbox. You need to put your penis in there for it to get a straight flow. You could be an absolute arsehole and just piss in a, a bottle and then do it. Well, well you're giving him ideas. <laughs> I might do that. Well, I hope no, no one goes around pissing through libraries now because this makes me look like <laughs> the worst possible suspect. We are crime stoppers. Have yeah. you seen this man? What's he done? He pissed through a letterbox. <laughs> he ruined the Harry Potter display. Michael Rosen's fuming. Anyway, um, said about the late library books. The smell's going to be in there for weeks. Sorry. Sorry. Um, But yeah, this this is uh, about a library book that was bought back very late, but also was returned very far away from where it was originally taken out. Right. So this is a, a, a book that was taken out of the Shetland Library up on the Shetland Islands. Um, it was taken out quite a few years ago and then brought back to a library in Suffolk. Only a couple of miles away. Yeah. The book was... Suffolk? Who? Adam Buxton. Oh. Yes. Well, this, this book was taken out from the Shetland Library on 12th of July 1983 and was returned to the uh, Bungay Community Library in, in uh, uh, Suffolk, 750 miles away. So, 750 Bloody miles hell. away and 38 years late. So, um, I don't know how uh, they work out those late fees. But, uh, apparently... Go on. I was going to say, which, which library takes the fees? Well, that's, that's the other question as well. But apparently it was um, the woman that bought it back to the library actually bought the book in an estate sale. So so whoever took the book out obviously just left it at home. And then once, you know, when they passed on, the the people sold the house and went, look, there's all the stuff that's in the house. Would you like to buy this book? (laughs) It's a library book. So they were a thief and then they died. Serves you right. Don't steal, you die. Um, <laughs> Don't steal from local libraries. But, it but will cause I, death. I, I've got to say, this sounds a bit weird when I just came out of that Adam Buxton fact, but DJ Critters has told me to find out where uh, Buckles himself lives so I can get him on the podcast. So oh, yeah. I found out what county he's in. Ooh. I'll let you know. I'll, let you, I'll update you next week of how much closer I've got to him. <laughs> You've got the country right now, the county. They just need to get the town. Uh, oh, do I have to do yeah. that? Get yeah. some d- digits of his phone number. Yeah, and then the, the... I, I bet you he lives in a village, not a town. I reckon he's a village boy. 
Yeah, he looks like one of the Vidish people. No, I did not mean that. Are you sure? <laughs> I do mean that. Look, he listens to the show. Let's not slate him. Yes, he's our listener. He is. I said, how amazing would that be if it was him who listened? That would. Be yeah, amazing. it'd be, be the weirdest thing that's happened this year. I'll give it. I'll give it that. You know, <laughs> one of the most successful podcasters ever in the world of podcasting history. Yeah, uh, Richard Space is the most um, successful. But you know, Adam, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be? Did you think he uses this as like a palate cleanser after he's done a really good podcast? Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's remind myself. Or if he ever feels like he's done a bad podcast, he goes, Right. Let's remind myself what bad is. Three men and a little virus. The sorbet of the podcasting world. <laughs> when you're feeling bad, you could be doing this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And earning millions from it, eh? Yeah, I'm just looking at all my money. Yep. All that money that's rolling through the door. However, P, however, 2p, uh, 3p. I, I am now. Still got that arcade machine. I'm I'm closer to getting us a sponsorship with someone. Ooh. Who's the sponsor? Uh, I don't want to say just yet in case they don't sponsor us and we give them free advertising. Okay. Sodom. No, no don't sodom. No, cuz they might give us the money. Well, yeah, they haven't said who they are. Exactly. It's fine. You, you don't know who we're talking them. about. I could be talking about Buxton. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's who's going to sponsor us. <laughs> the water company. Yeah, the water company. Yeah. You know, they used to be owned by Coca Cola. Yeah. About that. We need the water Did company don't... just to call down Geraldine sometimes for the way she gets with some of the guests. And last week's show, uh decided to call it Bears because uh, Benefit Bear came back and then there was a story about some bears as well. And uh, that led you on to reviving something very special, didn't it, AMJ? Yeah, well, everyone who's listened to any of the things we've done or do even know that we do the top 20 bears every year where I sit down and make a list of the top 20 bears from the people of Facebook and, of course, you lovely gentlemen as well. We've had to change the list slightly this year because the same bear features a few times. So I see it as the top 20 bear acting roles. Right. Ooh. All will we'll make sense very shortly. Uh, and I've just realised we're not allowed any countdown music anymore because uh, the EU. You, you, can, you can just you can sing it. Do you know what? Paul. Can you sing, sing the numbers like the olden days? Yeah, yeah, okay. So are we starting with 20? We're starting at 20. Okay. So, okay, everybody, we're ready now to go live with the top 20 bells. And here we go. Bell 20. Teddy Rossman. Then coming in the scene. The bear from his dark materials. What's his name? Uh, I'll be honest, I wrote it with a pencil earlier and I've only got the first last three letters, so I got wreck. <laughs> Rock, wreck. So if you do know, good on you. Have a point later in the quiz. Send us an email. I'll tell you what, Zelma and Code will get a point on that because they've they're read the books and uh, started watching the TV adaptation on BBC. Ooh. But for an asshole, boys, now it's time to number 18. Number 18. Oh, it's Nookie Bear. Nookie Bear at number 18. Nookie Bear. Coming in at number 17. It is indeed Huggy Bear from Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> well, that's word on the street moving up to number 16. It's Lots of Hugging Bear from Toy Story 3. Lots of... It's an evil b***h. So let's go to number 15. It's Baloo the Bear in the animated series Jungle Cubs. Uh, an underrated TV series, and that was 15, so that now comes up to, well, what comes under 15, Paul? It comes, well, it's number 14. It's, of course, a classic bear at number 14. It's Bear from the Big Blue House. Yeah, it's called the Big Blue House because they just had loads of pornographic parties. Number 13. Number 13 is, of course, a super bear. You might know him as Super Ted. That's because that's his bloody name. And the other spotty friend. Then coming in, uh, number 12. It's a Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, voiced by Jack Black. Number 12. 
is what we just had. So we're going to number 11. A leopard is a legend. It's Baloo the Bear is his part in Tailspin, where he plays Baloo the Bear. I have a funny feeling we might hear him again for the Jungle Book. Oh, I've got that feeling. Oh, here's top ten time. Number ten. It's Rupert the Bear. He would have been higher up the list if he didn't have weird f***ing hands. And why does Rupert the Bear wear check trousers? I don't know. Why? Because he's a cunt. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> it's Violet the Bear from Brave. I've not seen that film. Number eight. Uh, Little John, the bear from Robin Hood that looks suspiciously like Baloo the Bear, but I'm assured is not Baloo the Bear. It's Little John from Robin Hood. Ah, oh, Little John from Robin Hood, running through the forest. Lulele. Number seven. Uh, Gummy Bears from Gummy Bear. Oh, there's a song that we did actually play a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I'm a gummy bear. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. I'm a yummy, gummy, gummy, yummy, tummy bear. Number six. Uh, Bobo from The Simpsons. Mr. Burns is bear, of course. Oh, very good. And number five. Baloo the bear from his role in The Jungle Book. Number four. We've got Coda from one of the greatest films, Brother Bear. Thank goodness that came up in the top 20 bears, as Cody will probably listen to this at some point. And he is named after the bear in Brother Bear. Number three. Number three is Yogi Bear. Smarter than the average bear, but not smart enough to save money on his car insurance. Number two. (laughs) Number two is Winnie the Pooh. And if you remember last year, Winnie the Pooh was at number one. So we do have... A brand new bear of the year in the top 20 bears, 2021. What so, is it? Pooh has slid down the toilet seat. He is now up to number one. Due to the success of his sequel movie, it is Paddington Bear. There we go. That was it. Top 20 bears. If anyone's got any problems with that, then I'm, I'm sorry. So how did the voting go for that, anyway? Well, what happened was, is I put it out on my Facebook, of going, who's your favourite bear of all time? And after four people wrote Bear Grylls and two people who had wrote Huggy Bear and two people who just put pictures of uh, very large men in a spandex... Uh, <laughs> I, I then decided to go to Twitter and just got the bears off there. I, I'll be honest, Bear Grylls didn't make the list, and it sounds like he had the most amount of votes. I think Bear Grylls could have won, but I think a bit of a bell end. I really like Bear Grylls. Good friends. I like Bear Grylls. Are, are you friends with Bear Grylls? Yeah. How did that come about? Uh, I work with the Cub Scouts. Ooh. Okay. Unfortunately, far too famous to come on to this. And I'll be honest with you as well. Uh, critters, you probably won't enjoy this book, but people like Andrew and myself uh, probably would. Uh, his book, Daily Devotional, fantastic Ooh. book with uh, Christian undertones. Nice. There you go. Christian Grey. Yeah, see a bit. You see a bit of everything. Yeah, see a bit. Yeah, see a bit <laughs> of everything with Bear Grylls, including his ass. He likes getting his ass out on TV shows. Doesn't do he doesn't get naked in front of the Boy Scouts. I would like that to be known now. Right. Are, you, are, you, are you his agent now? <laughs> Booking him for gigs. If you, if you are, why is he not on here? Because uh, we can't yeah. afford him. Is yeah, there? and also we're booking Simple someone. Don't, don't ever start the sentence right. Just to let you know, he won't get his ass out at this gig. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the sort of thing Johnny Fred would do when he's trying to get your gigs. He won't get his ass out, but I can't tell you about his meat and two veg. <laughs> and on that bombshell, I'm going to say cheerio, chaps. Bye, Paul. doesn't get naked in front of Boy Scouts. Paul, Bye! You're going to miss the quiz, though. Don't worry, Dave and Geraldine are here to sort it out. Oh, fair enough. You'll oh. miss the celebrity guest. Uh, I'll message him and say thanks later on. But I'd best be going, because I've got to start working t- Half an hour, and I've got to eat dinner yet. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
He's waving. But not waving with his c**k. Bye. Oh. Things not to say. He's waving, but not waving with it. Just, just so if any listeners were listening to that and think, how is Paul waving? Is he waving with his hands? Or does he have his penis out, which he's waving around? And let's point out, uh, we found out a little bit of interesting fact about Paul's penis, didn't we, Mark? We haven't spoke about this yet, have we? Like, Oh, oh we did bring it up, didn't we? I think even, um, even our guest that following day... Uh, the man who no person can pronounce his surname unless he's told them it. Pancake. Yes. Oh, apparently, apparently, Paul is uh, he's a big old boy down there. Yes. It's not all fat. We'll just wear it. It's not all fat. He hasn't <laughs> just tucked it to make it look like a little penis. I wish you could. That'd be the greatest con ever. Wouldn't you just imagine that? <laughs> that could be interesting. We'll have to ask him. The deepest, darkest secrets of Tingy was passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> Each father has gone, yeah, boy, this is what you do. You see that belly fat? Tuck it into a belly knob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, top class comedy here. Top class. Oh, we, we've hit, we, I feel like we've hit like the bottom, but we're happy at that. We're happy at the bottom. It's a nice place to be. Everyone we know is We're in the top 20. We're in the top 20 in the UK, according to one list, which I still exactly. don't understand how it was, how it was made. But um, yeah, apparently using stats and things, they worked it out. And yeah, statistically, we're in the top 20. We go with that. Um, but talking about Paul and um, what he was just saying about, Third eye, not that eye, but the, a third the eye. based. No, no, not even that indie one. Indie metal shop. Yeah, it's still going. They were supposed to. They they said they were shutting down. I think it has, has it actually shut down now. I can't. I'm not sure if it has or not. It was uh, due to shut down at the beginning of last year, and then lockdown started, and it all went. No, we're going to run it a little bit longer. And I don't even know if it's still open. Do you? Yes, too. I went in there the other week randomly because I do this thing when I go to Canterbury. I still think I'm a 15-year-old teenager and I visit the places that I used to visit when I was 15, like H&V, Third Eye, and then think, why have I come in here? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, and Siesta, just to go in there for all the weird stuff. Oh, yeah, just to get some joysticks and dye your hair. <laughs> The best we talked about Siesta earlier. Weirdly enough, we walked past it yesterday on the way to the Marlow. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Before I do about this new story, I saw your picture at the Marlow. What was she doing at the Marlow? Uh, well, me and the other half, we went to see Six, the musical. And can I just point out, looking like this with this ginger beard, probably sitting in the royal box was not the best place for me because there was a few people looking at me at one point thinking, is he going to join in with the chorus line? <laughs> It was a bit. It was a bit awkward at times. I must. I must admit. Yeah, it was brilliant, though. Amazing show. If you are, if you are in the Canterbury area or Kent, and you like musicals, do go and see Six. If you don't like musicals, then don't go because you won't enjoy it at all. Watch something else at the Marlow. It's nice. Watch something else. They've got loads of stuff on. They got Heather's the musical coming up. They've also got the play that goes wrong. They got loads of comedy coming your way. So. Support your local theatres before going to the West End. And an actual and also, pantomime is back this year. It is indeed. Have you heard any more of the pantomime at all? No, I mean, I had the, um, the chat with Ben Roddy, the uh, panto dame, uh, what, a month or so ago. And he's all excited and uh, getting, uh, getting in the mood for it all. So, and, of course, um, Paul Hendy, the uh, producer and writer... Yeah. Um, he's always busy. He, yeah, but um, Paul's nice. Have you met Paul Hendy? Yeah, I've met Paul once yeah. or twice. I like yeah. Paul. He's a nice guy. I used to like him on the uh, yeah kids TV back in the nineties and uh, Disney Club, weren't it? Yeah, <laughs> and now he produces pantomimes. Crazy when you think about it. Who else have I seen from that? I saw Lloyd Hewlett about about a year ago. We were having a little chat about it before it all got cancelled. So. Mm. Crazy, yeah. Crazy. I, was I might to actually gone, go this year. He had a um, a solo show in Canterbury, not in the Marlow, but in Canterbury um, last year, and it kept being put off because of uh, COVID. And then when it did actually come around to happening, uh, I was busy, so I couldn't go. <laughs> it's always the way. That's it, the work. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, me and the wife were going to get tickets to go along to it, but yeah, just kept being pushed back and back and back, and then uh, yeah, we never got to go in the end. But no, uh, well, that's the problem, isn't it? And and then people like rearrange their life around it. Yeah, chaos. But hopefully, um, COVID is going and places are reopening soon. Uh, fingers crossed that it'll all be uh, back to normal within the next couple of weeks, or or as much to normal as possible. Um, when um, went out for a meal in uh, a local restaurant uh, what, last month, that was odd because the I, I always do the, the the bottomless soft drink, and and yeah. Sarah always does the bottomless uh, tea, but you can't go and get it yourself anymore. You have to call I'll... a waiter or a waitress over, and then they go and refill it at the bar, so that they're not using the same machine that people are touching all the time. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, same price, but it's you haven't got the the novelty of going up and you know right. pressing all the buttons and getting a mix. <laughs> yeah, which it's I like not doing. right, is it? Is that waiter called Toby by any chance? No, no, no. He's, or um, he yeah, he's a guy who uh, who makes beer and uh, he runs a fair. Oh, he likes to go there to see. <laughs> do they do a bottomless light drink and food now? That's crazy. Yeah. I've not been to Brewers Fair in ages. Yeah. Where is the nearest Brewers Fair? Uh, Duke of York. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it was all, all well organised up there. It's just odd from what we used to have. But, well, yeah, things should go back to some sort of normality, have uh, some of the bigger clubs open, more capacity venues opening soon. So... Uh, get some big comedy stuff going on hopefully soon as well. Definitely, so, man. We've got we've got a big biggish announcement. Well, we've got a big announcement coming like in the next week, like which I'll tell you off air, which I'm quite impressed. Okay. Mm. Who we've got? So. But, um, anyway, going back to Canterbury. Um, just thinking, when you walk through Canterbury, you see a lot of people that are just walking around with their head in their phones. Yeah. Yeah. Head down in the phone and they end up walking into people because they're idiots. Uh, well, this guy in South Korea has come up with the uh, perfect way to uh, to stop smartphone zombies, as they're calling it, walking into people. What well, he's done? Cridland. Well, he's created a robotic eyeball that could be strapped to a person's forehead. So effectively becoming your third eye and then the image from that camera is projected into a small box on your phone screen. So you can still continue to look at whatever you're looking at on your phone, but you've also got a uh, a small image of what's in front of you. And if you don't notice that, if someone gets within, uh, is it two metres? Um, yeah, within two metres of an obstacle, whether that be a person or an actual thing, it bleeps at them to warn them of the danger. Just put your f***ing phone down if you're walking into people. Yeah. Like, if you need a third eye to guide you around, like, what are you looking at that intensely? And, you and like, these things, like, technology, when it first comes out, never looks good straight away, does it? No, That's no. the thing. You can I mean, I've seen a picture of like... it. It looks really weird. I mean, it is, it's basically just, a, like, a security dome stuck to your forehead. Um, if you go down, if you read the rest of the article, it does say that it is a satirical solution to make people recognise the severity of their gadget addiction and have a hard look at themselves. Yeah, I just find it weird as well. I, I bet a few people will buy into that, going, at least I can check my work emails on the go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, many young people get into accidents and, you know, walk into things. Some of even, you know, dangerous situations of walking into the road or... Uh, some even walking into a river I've seen videos of where people are just too busy looking at the phones. But, um, yeah, so the guy, he made it. And, you know, if someone wants to buy it, then it can be bought, but it is mainly designed as a satirical look of the way that, uh, uh, yeah, society is at the moment. And everyone just looking at the phones all the bloody time. It's, just, it's zombieism. I've tried to like put my phone away for at least like six hours a day recently because like you do find you're scrolling and looking at Facebook and just stuff that you don't really care about. Yeah. I mean, like you are listening to this listener and have just listened to top 20 bears of 2021. So maybe I'm not the person to give anyone a lecture <laughs> on finding your time to find yourself. Well, I don't know. <laughs> 
I mean, if you're listening yeah. to this, it doesn't work. some people listen to this on, in the car on the way to work. Some people on the bus on the way to work. Some people, you know, just listen all, all over the place. So not necessarily whilst um, making wrong decisions. Exactly. Some people listen back to this thinking, did I say anything libelous? And, uh, yeah, Sometimes. that's what I do. <laughs> what Tingy should do. Like, come on, some of that stuff he said. Sometimes it's a bit dodgy. Um, talking of dodginess and uh, things being said wrong, maybe um, we should crack on with the quiz because we've got an interesting, controversial comedian coming up on this week. So... I'd, I'd go as far to say we've got an absolute legend of comedy this week. Yeah, definitely. A legend and um, he's got his own cult following, I suppose you could put it. Yeah, and one of or the he, most he might change the L for an N. <laughs> I reckon we should definitely call Dave. See, Paul's right going to miss out on this one. Bloody Tingy having to go off to work. Oh. Keeping the bloody economy going. Who does he think he is? Bastard. If you work with Tingy, walk up behind him and put his pants through the eye and give him a wedgie. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> Dave, Dave, are you there? Oh, hiya, here I am. Oh, it's nice to see all our three contestants are already ready. Yeah. I am Dave. That was a bit too sexy the way you ate off that spoon. Um, it's just it's Filthy. made the chunk go a little bit t- twingy. Um, <laughs> I can understand why. And DJ Crit is here with his big beard and uh, big headphones with very lovely pot plant in the background. Yeah. And we have one of my favourite comedians of all time on, and we're we're going to get him to introduce himself. So, could you introduce yourself, please, um, Mr. Celebrity Mystery Guest? Hello, mate. I'm uh, Bob Walshy Walsh, I suppose I'm known on the stage, but like my actual name is, I, I, I'm not sure you'll be able to guess, is Bob Walsh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 and I'm a comedian who likes, who, who, who likes to put on offensive comedy shows. Yeah. And I've done millions of them, and they're great. They are great fun. Um, and hopefully we can ask you about a story about one of them later on. Um, so, Bob Walshy Walsh. He's here tonight, and he's making sure that we are funny tonight. Because A&J and DJ Critters, they're dog <laughs> being funny. So, no pressure, Mr. Walsh. Are you, you a chortle? Are, well. so, sorry? Um, <laughs> are, you, are you a chortle review, Paul? Uh, um, you... I, I don't know. If, no, I doubt if I've ever made it to that level. I, I, um, no, no. I, I, I was 10 most offensive at uh, Edinburgh Fringe 2018, I think, from on nice. the Huffington Post. Nice. It was pretty good, like, you know, 10 most, um, no, 10 most controversial, sorry, 10 most controversial acts. So, like, fuck off, I'm, I'm totally controversial. Huff, saw, Huffington uh, Post. That's a good review. He I saw you show it. It's on, the, it's, on, it's on the top of the, it's on the, it's on the top of the poster, look. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be the top fucking line, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> it, it, that's like... Nobody else has noticed. He makes a sailor blush. <laughs> yeah. Well, and nobody course, else has noticed. I've been doing it for years, and, like, like I've, I've just... Like, no-one else has noticed. Um I, I've had some really quite good reviews. My, I think my favourite one is like lovable, lovable old lefty with a penchant for um, uh, white lightning. <laughs> uh, and, I, and, and that was from Scott's Gay. I, I think um, it's a bit more classy than white lightning. Maybe black thought. No, I think I, I think that's how they put it. I think they did say white lightning. It certainly wasn't some some derivative of the <laughs> of the get piss quick lager, no. of cider. See, the best types. You were the top ten of those, but now you're on the uh, top one of the top twenty UK comedy podcasts of this well, year. Twenty one. Yeah. yeah. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. We made the list. How, how, how we got on there is anybody's guess. Because really this isn't great. Um, so we, we're going to start off with a question, as we always do. You, you all get the same question. Uh, so we're going to start off with DJ Critters this week. Then it'd be A&J. Then it'd be Bob Walshy Walsh. Um, right, yeah. 
So normally Bob Walshy Walsh, you want to copy Critter's answers because he's quite good at quizzes, but Geraldine doesn't like him, so you'll get more points than him. So uh, well, I ain't too stupid. I won the uh, the Globe in Edinburgh. We won it five years on the trot. Old old drunken comedians at two o'clock in the morning in the Globe. So like, come on and bring it on. <laughs> Ooh, we nice. got actual competition this week. I'm not particularly like clever, but what I am is I'm really old and I've read a lot of f***ing newspapers. So sort of stuff sticks <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? So. Right, first question uh, going to DJ Critters is what colour is found on 75% of the world's flags? Uh, I'm going to go with red. Okay, and going off to AMJ, what colour is found on 75% of the world's flags? Uh, I'm going to go with blue. Blue. Okay, um, Bob Walshy Walsh, what are you going to go? Uh, I would have gone blue without any any hesitation whatsoever. So uh, um, 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 I don't know. This is a tough one now. Green next, I suppose. If you go green, I think I've lost this. Blue wins. Okay, uh, over to Geraldine. Uh, hello, everybody. So I'll just let you know, one of you have got the correct answer. And you should have listened to Dave's advice. It was DJ Critters. Red <laughs> 75% of all flags in the world. How about that? Um, so Really? Yeah. You get five yeah. points, DJ Critters. But Bob Walshy Walsh, I love your hair and I love your smile. And hopefully you'll share your cheap piss lager with me and we can get <laughs> together and f*** in more ways than one. Hope you like giraffes. I can certainly <laughs> If you know what I mean, then. so you get yourself twelve bonus points. Well done, Bob Walshy Walsh. Woohoo! Thank you, Geraldine. Um, so, second question is going to go to uh, AMJ. Uh, if go you, on. If 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 you were to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe films in chronological order, which Paul has still not seen one apart from Captain Marvel, is which would come first? Oh, Iron Man. Do, 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 um, is uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, th that's what I would have gone for, but I don't know nothing, so I'm an elephant. Um, <sighs> DJ Critters, what are you going to go with? Can I just clarify, when you say chronological order, do you mean the order that they were released in or the actual time order? You'll have to think of that yourself, otherwise I'll give away the answer. <sighs> All right, I will go with... Um, Captain America, the first Avenger, then, going time order. Uh, I tell you what, DJ Critters, you're absolutely right, because that takes place in World War Two. However, my favourite superhero is Spider-Man, because I can see his bulge in those tight pants. So Bob Walshy Walshy gets himself another five bonus points, because hmm. he's made me have a fanny flutter thinking about Peter Parker in that tight clothing. Geraldine, yeah. have you got a different camera to us? Because we can only see Bob's face. We can't see... Lower down. I'm thinking of Peter Parker's tight oh. outfit. Don't be twat. Right. We're going to move on to the third question. That's going to go for Bob Walshy Walsh. And okay. Dave, you best answer. Oh, you best ask the question. Oh, thank you very much. Now, Bob Walshy Walsh, what is the best football stadium in the world? Um, it's um, called Plough Lane, and it's in SW19. Thank you very much. Southwest London. Um, it's without doubt it. And uh, me and my mate, we sort of built it. Um, so, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, without any any doubt. So, uh, there's no bias there. Uh, DJ Critters, no. what is the best football stadium in the world? Um... 
I'm going to go with probably the only other one I know, which is White Art Lane. And that's only because of the wife. Oh, because of the wife? She um, likes that team. I, oh, she played for the Spurs. Well done, Sally. <laughs> uh, She's I a shareholder. Uh, she's a shareholder of Spurs. She's not a player, she? but she's a shareholder, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm an owner. I'm an owner. <laughs> I own the club. <laughs> only, if only Spurs had some money. No, A&J, what is the best football stadium in the world? It's got to be Dover Athletics home ground, Crabble. No, I'll tell you what, AMJ, I like, I like that answer, because I, I f***ing love Dover Athletic. So you're going to get yourself five bonus points. However, um, Dave wrote these questions with Bob in mind, so the answer is Plowlane. Yay, of course it is. And can I have bonus points, because I punched someone in the face in Dover, in the ground, when we played there, on our meteoric rise through the... Through the league, I punched someone in the face in that ground. Yay! He asked for it. He asked for it. it, it I got, I got patted on the back, and I didn't buy a drink all night. He was a, t- <laughs> he was just one of the local. T- <laughs> he just needed a punch in the face. You know, like, it's, when, it's when you find out it was Tingy. Yes, it was Tingy. Thanks for giving him the gig in the big red bus. <laughs> No, but I, I, I like I like the club. I like I like non-league football. So like I, you know, you know. But you are going to meet an idiot like that every now and again. Oh. <laughs> me, it's me. Paul knows all the t- was that you punched in the face, and you deserve a ten thousand bonus points because he is a real dickhead. So well done, Bubble. She was for punching t- him in the face. However, yeah. can well, Paul say who it was? For legal reasons, no. <laughs> It was sort of fairly famous. It was being talked about. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, Bob Walshy Walsh, they might play at Plough Lane, but you can plough my lane any day. Yes, so <laughs> <laughs> that's another bonus points because I got to be able to do a funny joke, which was slightly controversial. Not top ten like you. Oh, thank you, Geraldine. Uh, right, fourth question is going to DJ Critters. Now, DJ Critters. What planet, or should say which, for perfect English, which planet has the most moons? I got no idea. So I'm just going to have to guess at Jupiter. Jupiter or Mars? Um, uh, AMJ, which planet has the most moons? Uh, Mars, definitely Mars. Mars, okay. Uh, Bob Walsh, Walsh, you're shaking your head like he's some sort of... What's the answer? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I feel like some sort of. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go Venus. Venus. Oh, Venus was it? And she's full of desire. But I'm afraid, Bob, all of you are wrong. It is Saturn. Oh. 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 And God loved it so much, she listened to Beyonce and put a ring on it. And that brings that brings flashbacks back. From, from the other week. <laughs> right, uh, next question. Oh, I like this question. It's a little bit saucy. AMJ, which animal kills the most humans? Oh, is, is it something ridiculous? Like, you never... No, no I know this. It, does it do it with intent or does it do it by accident? I don't know. I'm not its lawyer. <laughs> is it? Is it the hippopotamus? The hippopotamus. Uh, Bob Walshy Walsh, what animal do you think kills most humans in the world? Um, I'll go tiger next after hippopotamus. I would have gone for hippopotamus. Cow f***ing Baskin. Um, DJ Critters, which, which animal? I think it's like daft, so I'm going to go with a spider. Uh, I'm afraid you're all incorrect. That is mosquito. Yeah. Oh. Uh, one I, of them questions, eh? I, I love. I love. Animal. Animal. <laughs> animal. Which animal? The mosquito. Which... It's I, I know. Well, shit, it's a fucking insect, isn't it? Isn't it? Not an animal. Right. I, 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 
I'm just going to chuck that little grenade in there, that. So, because Bob Walshy Walsh had the bollocks to stand up for that question, he gives himself 20 points. Oh, that's how it works now, is it? Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah, it, may have yeah what's it, mate? It is. <laughs> right. Okay. Be- before I ask the last question, Bob Walshy Walsh, I-, I, I once watched Paul Tingy perform in one of your clubs. It was <laughs> the back end of a lorry trailer. <laughs> Yeah, man, that is great, and it like you like you tell people about that, they do not believe it. It really still <laughs> makes me giggle, especially when he was behind a double decker bus that served burgers. Yeah, no pizzas, pizzas. Was it pizzas? Oh no, yeah, no pizzas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was lovely pizza. Paul, Paul certainly sampled the food, and uh, and it it's one of his most bizarre gigs ever because people laughed. Before he got to the punchline. And... <laughs> yeah, no, no it, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. But don't forget, mate, I, 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 I was working in that area. I know loads of people and they're all completely off their bollocks most of the time. So, like, <laughs> so it was a fairly easy audience. It was, uh, yeah, I'll try the punchline out next week. I'll, um, the, but the build-up was brilliant. Look at the state of it. Uh, it was a great place. I I just loved it. I uh, it it's my second favourite place that I ever ran. Um, oh, your first favourite. Um, it was called the Grove in South Wimbledon. Um, I, uh, 2006 to 2000 and 2006 2011. And it was a Monday night show. It was like I was mostly provided by Murph Control. Um, I didn't perform very often. Um, I, I, I set up. I had a tower where I could sit up and control the sound and the lights, and it was just um, called. Cool. What would you call a pub, a comedy club in the Grove? Um, one foot in the Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's great. Come on, I expected a round of applause there. You know. No, that's that good, man. Uh, <laughs> I think the other two were too busy preening themselves for the camera, will she? Uh, yeah, well, they, they, um, it, it was just really good. I was just, like, Mirth Control were just sending me all these brilliant acts, and now I look on telly and like, oh, yeah, they played there, they played there, they did well there. And it is actually fairly much like 90% of the people that did well in such a nightmare of a, a place like that. Um have gone on and done really well on TV, um, yeah. and without all, I, the, the, I one or two people that have done brilliantly there that should have gone on to TV, uh, without any doubt, that's probably the, the, the. I could give you another ten that I could make. Through, I could make a series of uh, a live at the Apollo with people that didn't make it just because, like, their life didn't allow them to to, to just spend sort of 10 months of the year almost making money you know it's, um, it, you know they've got families and stuff and that and that, and that costs them and yeah. there's loads of them just loads of them that, and but anyway yeah they've still got a chance maybe life will present a, a chance for them because they won't stop being good comedians will they say and and obviously you uh you put Paul Ting on that list don't you Bob Walshy Walsh um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I like clowns, I do, I like clowns, I like clowns, I, I, I've got, I'm a sucker, I do, I like clowns, um, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah, he's made me laugh, man, he has made me laugh, um, um, he, I, I was really drunk, but, um, yeah. he's made me laugh. And Paul asked back, because he went, he went, oh, well, people were laughing in, in. Well, for a start, they did. They never normally f-ing laugh, but they, <laughs> they were laughing in the wrong places. And you went, <laughs> "It's a thing that you do with your face." And <laughs> he, he didn't realise it. But then he went to another gig, and people were laughing again. And they went, "It's a thing you do with your face." And it turned out, Paul's just got a weird face. <laughs> hey, Jay, you was going to say something. That yeah, yeah, with- but. Bob, I saw wrong comedy in 2009 up in up when you were in Edinburgh, and it was such yeah. a breath of fresh air, mate. 
you know what the festival's like. You get sucked into it. And it's so great just to see people just saying what they mean and not having a bloody narrative halfway through the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mate. I just needed to tell you it was brilliant. I don't think I told you at the time, but... Well, thank you. I, I... I just sort of stand on the corner going, look, this is going to be offensive. Don't come yeah. if you don't like it. And then I shout sort of like four-letter words for hours uh, like in the show. But, yeah, and also I've given a chance to a lot of uh, comedians over, over the years. I mean, I've probably, oh, how many... I mean, how many young comedians are given a chance to uh, to do their first Edinburgh shows in wrong comedy because they're a bit naughty because there's not really a market and everyone's a bit scared of them and uh, yeah. I just say go on go and go and do what you're going to do you know what I mean and like I've had every sexuality every colour creed sex like you know um, um mate the I one I had one of my biggest because I get a lot of working class sort of Edinburgh boys. It's the only show they go to. You know what I mean? They come up yeah. to my show and then they go to a club and try and pull. And 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 <laughs> and, uh, and sort of coming up and, and, and seeing somebody somebody in like pretty much like the full the full Muslim gear, um, you know, making them belly laugh, you know, and it just like just loved it. I, I it's just been a dream. Um, and and I, I, what I wanted from Edinburgh, I went, I went a few years, and I thought there's just nothing for me to go and watch. And I yeah. thought, right, that's going to be my hole. That's what I'm going to go for. So, so like I, I, I was invited to do a show called Wrong Comedy by a mate of mine, Louis Blair, who, who who's a friend of um, like Graham Whistler and 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 the sort of Bournemouth, Bournemouth crowd. And and I got invited to be on the very first wrong comedy show, and it sort of didn't really take off. Um, I, I we did a we did a good gig in, in in Croydon to about thirty people, but it, obviously that that cost a lot of money. Um, so at the end of the day, it it didn't go anywhere. And then I thought when I got that, I thought right, I'm going to do it, and I just couldn't get over the the, the title wrong comedy, so I went for it, and. Um, and and the reaction has been really good. All I wanted to be was the little punk band in the corner of the Edinburgh Festival. I didn't want to be like, a, a, you know, I, I yeah. don't spend any money. I don't do anything. I just wanted to be the dirty little punk band in the corner. You know, it is uh, that 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 was what I wanted to sort of create. And um, you know, and I, I've just had some of the best moments of my whole life. You know, man, I was a street hoper. I was a street homeless junkie 23 years ago, and and I'm and I'm doing an Edinburgh show, and loads of people like it, and it's just sort of underground, and that's exactly what I wanted, you know. What I mean, so um, delighted with it, and and also it, when people have seen me in that, I've got loads of gigs around the country. If you've got a rough gig in a, you sort of like dirty little part of town i'm i am actually that comedian and i you know i mean so, yeah. um it, it's been really useful as a vehicle for my my career i don't want to be an mc i want to be like like um like what, what, what was it somebody called me a cross between bernard manning and the young ones and I thought, yeah, it. Yeah, that's I mean, not a bad endorsement is it that's not a bad one is it yeah 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 unfortunately i don't like that promoter very much at all but it, it was a nice compliment but anyway yeah yeah man get in there wrong comedy it's just that's that's what it's it's just if you like that sort of thing that's what we do if you don't like it don't come no don't go in there oh i've been yeah. offended no yeah. shit. wrong comedy mate yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, 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 they do. They, they, they get really offended. They got totally offended. I, I, I've got this really sort of. I've got this joke. I don't know if you're probably going to cut this out, but he's like, my son. He's a. He, he's really. A, he's an ungrateful. F-er. He, he. I bought him a trampoline for his birthday, and all he did was sit in his wheelchair and cry. <laughs> and, and. And this bloke, this bloke was walking out, and I said, "Here, mate, before you go." And I said, "If I tell you that that joke was actually written 
by my disabled son and he insisted that I told that joke at the Edinburgh Festival this year, would that make it all right? He goes, oh, well, I didn't know, I didn't know. I said, well, I haven't got a disabled son now. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Stick a couple of quid in the bucket, mate, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I, I used many more expletives in, 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 in nah, and that's total true story that, right? yeah. One of the funniest things I heard you say was, I, I think it was a lie, like after you'd MC for five minutes going, I'm doing the same material, but when it's this f***ing good, who needs to write can do stuff? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually been like... the start of my last couple of shows. Is I just I do the like um, my 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 son joke I, that I yeah. op- I've opened with, and then and I just go around the audience saying I've done that fifteen hundred times. I've done that fifteen hundred times. It's, <laughs> it's a brilliant joke. It's a brilliant joke, isn't it? Why would you change it? Why? Why? It's just perfect. <laughs> It tells you who I am. It's just perfect. It so just like, I've now turn that joke into like oh, 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and it just sets it up because like you just have to you have to disbelieve because my jokes like push it so much that I have to create a situation where you 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 already disbelieve that I would actually do that or think that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm gonna do and I'm, I'm gonna do things that might not be sort of all right. Um, so <laughs> it, it it all has to come from a sort of cartoon character type thing, if you know what I mean, like artistically. Definitely. Thank you very much uh, for that, Bob. But uh, I suppose I best ask the last question of the quiz. Uh, <laughs> to be honest. I, th- I think I think talking about you about your your experiences is probably a lot more fun than this quiz anyway. So don't don't cut that out, DJ Critters. Um, so here's uh, here's the last question of the quiz, and we're going to start off with going to Bob Walshy Walsh. Bob Walsh. What's the name of the mascot for AFC Wimbledon? Hayden the Womble, what my friend Dean Parsons. Look underneath it. Yeah, no, I think it might be Hayden the Womble. You, you mean it's not a real Womble? What next? Um, not a real elephant? No, I mean, he's underneath it. He's just very fond of it. Oh. <laughs> i tell you what, I wouldn't mind being underneath Hayden the Womble. I'll let him wobble <laughs> free over me. <laughs> he's an absolute, absolute star. And, and he'll be walking down the Hayden's road to see the Womble, he says. Now, I wonder if the other two will be clever enough to copy your answer. So, DJ Critters, what's the name of the official mascot for AFC Wimbledon? Um, I don't know. Sorry. I think it's Sneezy the Dwarf. Oh, no, that's just who made that noise. Um, Sorry. I should know better by now, but... (laughs) Bless you. Bless you, Adam. Uh, I think it (laughs) might be um, Aidan the Womble. Okay, hey up, Jake. Come on, what's the answer? Who's you got to love the format of this quiz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always (laughs) makes me want to say something else. I'm I'm gonna go with Orinoco the Womble just because I want to be on the sidelines. Of course, I'll tell you what, AMJ. I always appreciate that you go to the other side of this quiz, so I'm gonna give you five bonus points there. DJ, I like your beard. But unfortunately, you said Aiden, not Hayden. Ah, shut so up. You get minus five points, but you're getting back for your sexy bastard beard. But Bob Walshy Walsh, you are tonight's clear cut winner with 28,000 points. You've got yourself. We've got no budget on this quiz, but well done. <laughs> Congratulations. Woo! Let's give him a round of applause. Woo! Yay! I, I, I wish I did more quizzes where I could answer questions about. My biggest love of my life, Wimbledon Football Club. <laughs> um, you know, because I would win all of them. But Walshy Walsh, you're an amazing man. And you're, you're somebody that I admire because, you know, you, you, as you mentioned, you've had the knockbacks, but you've not let them get you down. And your football team's had knockbacks and it's not let them get yeah. them down. So. Yeah, man. I, I, I've, I, I, 
this is God's honest truth. Like I, I, I went through. I, I, I was a football hooligan, a, a, a pub manager, an area manager, um, um, a really long career in a pub. I, then I went to jail. Then, um, then I, then I sort of start, slowly started building my life. And then Wimbledon and AFC Wimbledon started. So I moved back to London, and it's all been gone really well since then. I've been a really sort of like average comedian to my joy. Um, it, 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 it's great. It, it, it's it, it, it's all been fun and meeting people like you. Like, yeah, get in. How the f would I have met people like you? Yeah, that like just been a joy and uh it's been really nice for you to ask me on and it's been, been an absolute pleasure and, and 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 to be honest i think you've done yourself a disservice you're more than an average comedian you're <laughs> you're bang right you're bang on it you're the best that i've seen you're a much oh. better mc than paul anyway um <laughs> so b before before we say goodbye bobby walshy walsh can you can you give uh, our listener a pearl of wisdom? Um, don't take heroin. Thank you very much. <laughs> good advice. Very good advice. And congratulations on winning. And uh, AMJ, you came second, but Mark Criddle, I'm afraid you came last. Mm. Even though Happy days. most answers right. Geraldine obviously doesn't like you tonight. No, obviously well, not. Have you got any uh, other shows you need to uh, promote? Have you got any gigs coming up? Oh, no, there's so I, I've got a couple that I'd love to sort of bang out, but I'm going to be honest with you, like I, the, the, talking to the people that have got the, the uh, place, they're all really worried about what's going to happen about with, with, with the rules. If the rule, if it all goes down 21st, then I would I will jump all over you and get you to talk about it. I, I, I heard a rumor that you might be doing a radio show soon. Um, no, I'm, I, it's not actually going to work out because I'd have to end up spending a couple of days of fucking week in in in, in deeper darkest tent down but deal, and uh, and I just can't. I, I I've got a niece who lives not far away, and 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 I'm absolutely cool for somewhere, but like my life just doesn't allow me, you know, as, as someone who might get a gig at any moment or. Um, uh, to, to, to do it but I really like it but I just need it to be much closer to where I live here in South East London mm. at the moment Any of you out there that know anybody who does local radio in South East London bloody it Bob Walsh you walk up will you? Yeah I, and also I've got a couple of people who, who just sort of said look I can tell you how to do it yourself oh okay um 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 yeah, let's do that. And so, like, I'm actually speaking to them in the next few days as well. So, just going to try stuff. Always going to try stuff. Um, I I think I've got a spoof news program where I am a news reader, like in front of the TV. Um, obviously, with a really bad temper. Um, and 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 I'd love to give that a run out. I've got it pretty much written, you know. Um, and, and then I'd need the news as it come in. I've got, I've got all the reactions, you know, a, a million reactions already written um, to any sort of news story. So um, I, I'd love to give that a go. I'd love it. So anybody knows who can make that dream a f***ing reality, just do it, you bastards. Uh, yeah. yeah. In it. So, yeah, well, thanks very much for coming on. You've been absolutely awesome. Um, I think it kind of leads us now to the end of the show so you've already given your your hints you know your your life hack as it were um dave have you got anything else you want to ask or geraldine you want to ask oh uh, Ger geraldine's gone gone off uh she 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 needed to throw up she said she's had too much vodka today but what what i would like to say is um uh, thank you very much bob walshy walsh for coming on it's been a great pleasure and uh, a big thank you to DJ Critters and AMJ for being the other two guests. So, well, thank you very much. Uh, well, all I would like you to do, Bob Walshy Walsh, is I'd love to you to say thanks for listening to Three Men and a Little Virus, you bastards. Get in there and get jabbed up. Yay. Exactly. Well, have you had to, you're both jabs yet? 
I'm, 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 I one have had COVID and have had two jabs. So yeah, of course, like I'm, I'm, I'm not an idiot. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually, th- I, I'm going to be honest. I think if I'd have been asked that question in my thirties, I might not have done it because I was really fit and like I knew about, you know, what I was doing because I was playing sport at a half decent level. But I, I wouldn't have done it. But now. I'm, I'm 58, and I think, you know, basically, yeah, just don't be stupid, just get it done. <laughs> and because, like, you know, I'm quite keen on, you know, carrying on for a, a bit and annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the best reason to stay alive, just so you can annoy more and more people. Yeah, I think that's the only way to live, isn't it? It's, um... No, just please the people that... No, provide something for people who like that sort of thing. It's not about anyone else. It's just about, like, here's, here's something. If you like that sort of thing, we are the little punk band in the corner. Um, I like, musically, I like little punk bands in the corner. That's what I've done for, like, I'm 58. Like, I uh, sort of jammed when I was nearly 17. So, nice, man. Um so, like, you know, that's just been my, that, you know, my second passion after watching teams in yellow and blue kick footballs really hard. What, Swedish and national co- team? I, I tell you what, I can't help it. If I'm over the park and one of the teams is playing in yellow and blue, I support them. <laughs> because, <you> know, <laughs> I just do. Like, it just, it's, look, here, look, 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 look. Guess what's hanging from my wardrobe? Oh, uh, Wimbledon scarf. Uh, we are we are Wimbledon anti-racist um, and tackling racism and discrimination and uh, gladly getting on one knee if unless you're a fucking bigot. <laughs> oh, I agree. Those people that sh- that are booing, I, I think they should be turfed out of the ground in- instantly. Anyway, thank you very much. I'm absolutely delighted, um, to, to be honest. It's been real fun, and uh, sorry if I ranted, and, uh, no, and, all, and all good. And, and uh, just a little message to uh, all of you is, um, I won! <laughs> I won! I won! Good night, good night, good night, good night. It's always good nice night. to have a gracious winner. <laughs> Musical Insights